is KGMI Connects with Joe Tian, a live local show about our community and you on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. We're here at K- at KGMI Connects. Just scrambling to get a headphone, a pair of headphones on. <laughs> I didn't have some handy, and I need them to hear your calls, which of, I hope there will be many during our program today, because that's what it's all about. Whatever is on your mind, we want to hear from you. 360-676-5464 is our phone number. And, well, it's been a long weekend. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving had some time to spend the family and friends and doing a few holiday-related type things, whatever that might be in your world, shopping, watching football. We got a tree this weekend. Um, let's see. We had uh, did get together with family and friends and had a really nice uh, Thanksgiving dinner, and I did watch a lot of football, but... Uh, we want to hear from you, whatever is on your mind here on this Monday afternoon, 360-676-5464. Let's get started uh, with Keith in Linden. Hi, Keith. Good afternoon, Joe. Thanks for having me, as always. Good to have you, yeah. What's on your mind today? Smokers. Okay. Smokers are everywhere. And you know what? If you're a grown-up and you want to spend the money, that's your money and that's your choice. But don't make that trash habit trash for everybody else. I can't even tell you how often I see people throwing cigarette butts out their window, in the ground, on the trash. If you're grown up enough to smoke, you're grown up enough to keep uh, keep all that stuff retained in your own area. Make it to the trash. Yeah, I, I have to agree. And, I, and I'm a reformed smoker. It's been years since I, decades since I, I smoked. Okay. But, um, yeah, it's something that it, it, it persists today. I mean— what do they say about fifteen percent of adults now smoke something like that? Um, I see it. Uh, I see butts flying out of windows all the time, and in, mm-hmm. in my neighborhood, I, I live uh, kind of on a corner, and a lot of folks take that corner to get into the neighborhood to their homes. Uh-huh. And so uh, I see, you know, they're obviously enjoying a, a smoke after whatever it is they're doing, and usually as they round my corner, as they're getting close to their home. Their butt goes right out the window. Really? I can't even tell you the collection of half full smoke cigarettes. I don't smoke. None of my na- none of my direct neighbors across to my left or right. None of us are smokers. Hmm. Yet for some reason, we always have these piles of cigarette butts in front of our homes. Wow! It's it's first of all, I mean, yeah, it's gross. And I, I used wonder, to be a smoker too. I'm yeah. in the army. You still strip that and you take care of the butt yourself. Yeah. Don't make that somebody else's problem. And those things don't degrade. The you know the 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 filters they they just sort of, you know, are there. They just exist. They don't, you know, it's not like they're biodegradable. And that's, that's interesting, all. though. You think people are tossing them out. They don't want their spouse to know they were having a smoke on the on the way home. You know, I, personally, I think it is they just don't want to deal with the trash or the smell themselves. I yeah. mean, you know, smokers are, are notorious. You know, they have poor sense of smell because it's been desensitized and destroyed. But, uh, you know, if, if you don't want to deal with that, well, then maybe you shouldn't be a smoker. Don't Don't make, don't force that upon everybody else but you know if, if you're mm-hmm. going to be a smoker keep a can in your rig keep a, an ashtray and, and keep your butts in there but uh i do think that um in our neighborhood it might be kids it might be you know the 18 19 20 year olds who oh gosh uh-huh. I'm, I'm headed home now i can't i want to i want to think that i want to see it but my what i observe is different you know i don't see every single cigarette butt come out the window um but uh if, if i do see them and if i know who they are i'll, I'll go I'm, I'm not shy. I'll go knock on their door. I might even go collect a whole bunch of butts and drop them in front of their door and say, here you go. How do you like it? All right. Well, I, I think <laughs> an important public service announcement. And what really drives me crazy, now I haven't seen this for a while, but you probably have seen it at one time or another where somebody empties out their car ashtray just in a parking lot. You know, parking they just, lot. oh, I need, yeah, I got to 
empty this yeah. thing out and just oh open the open the door and just not you know empty it right there uh, next to the parking spot. That's just that's on, that's on Reddit. There's a whole bunch of posts saying you know how how does somebody let you know they're trashy right out the gate? That's the number one right there, Joe. You yep. nailed it. Uh huh. When they exactly. answer their cigarette butts out. <laughs> oh man. Thanks, Joe. I hope you had a wonderful holiday. You too. Thanks, Keith. Good to hear from you. Yeah. So I, it's it's a. It's a nasty habit, that's for sure, and um, and and not a healthy one. Obviously, don't have to don't have to explain that to anybody. So even you know, someone who's a smoker knows that they're uh, doing not doing their health any favors. But um, yeah, that's just uh, like like uh, like Keith was saying. You know, don't don't make the rest of us, I guess, uh, you know, deal with your habit. And you know, the thing is now it's the the vaping. You know, people are vaping, I think, almost more than smoking cigarettes or uh, other types of tobacco. And um, I guess I have to admit that irritates me, too, because it's just that most of the smoke from those vape things, those vape pims or what have you, are are just it, it's it's almost sickeningly sweet. I, it's I, it's like airborne cotton candy or something. That's just it's just. It's overwhelming, but um, uh, let's go to uh, Tim in Everson. Hi, Tim. Yeah, hi, Joe. Uh, I, I kind of want to give Keith somewhat of a response because I've had a couple people dump ashtrays, like you said, uh-huh. right at my driveway, and I'm nowhere where they should even be thinking of doing that, but whatever, and it it was disgusting. I don't know how he has piles of them. Uh, when they're flicking out the window, uh, maybe they are dumping ashtrays, but to flick cigarettes out a window, I don't know, every day, I don't know what it would do to accumulate a pile, but I am a smoker. Okay. And I knock the ashes off my cigarette wherever I am, and I stick the filter, the butt, in my back pocket. Oh, okay. Hmm. You do. And I have... Yeah, and I have several pair of pants that have burn holes in the pocket. I was That's gonna possible. say probably. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, so, uh, I mean, they might the burns might go the other way too. <laughs> I mean, well, and you know. they have, and they have. Okay, but all smokers aren't irresponsible. All smokers aren't disrespectful. Uh, you know, no. we've got chased up buildings and doorways and everything else and it is a nasty habit i will agree with you 100 percent. but mm, just to label a message to the smokers that's that's <laughs> what well, well. sorry keith i smoke you know what and i do it in my own area and i don't pollute with cigarette butts well that's and all if i, I ever Okay, go ahead. Finish it. If finish I ever side. see one on the ground, I know I must be wearing a pair of jeans that are already burned a hole in the pocket. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, just be careful with that, I guess. You know, if if, if Tim ever jumps up quickly from, uh, you know, <laughs> you know what's happening there. But uh, but, but yeah. I think that's what Keith was saying. I mean, if you're – he's not talking to you as a responsible smoker, I guess, or a person who, clean, you know, is, is careful well, about – there's nothing responsible about smoking. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> well, you know, I – I uh, I sympathize with you because it is it's a really hard habit to quit and uh, there are people who are able to quit and some who just struggle and struggle and struggle and uh, just um, never really are successful maybe for a while but then go back to it I feel lucky that I was able to quit it and not go back to it and not be a, not my have it be part my, of my dad world. was a, my dad was a traveling salesman. And so he drove a lot Mm -hmm. and he quit smoking. And since he was driving a lot, they would be right there on his dashboard and he'd smoke a lot. And he quit smoking. It was amazing, Joe. And 10 years after smoking, he said, I could go back tomorrow to smoking three packs a day. Hmm. But he didn't. He was able to. No, he didn't. Uh-huh. He knew it. He knew if if he picked up a pack, it would not be one or two a week or something like that. Uh huh. 
That's how so, I yeah, always was. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I just knew if I, uh, if I did, I couldn't be like a, what a, like if is there such a thing a social smoker, someone who might smoke a couple of cigarettes at a party or when you're out at a bar with friends or something like that. It's kind of like because I did that, you know, when I was young, I, I, I smoked for a while and then I quit. And then I started just doing that. Oh, here, I'll just have a quick one here. And then, but then I was right back into it. I, it didn't, I, I, I couldn't just hold it off and just do it that partial thing. So. Yeah. Okay. All right, well, All right. thoughts on that. All right. Okay. Good luck to you. You and your trousers there. <laughs> in your back pocket. I don't I think I'd carry like a little mobile ashtray, like some sort of a tin to put the you know the butt out in and have that in my pocket rather than just stick the 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 butt in my in my pocket. But um all right, real quick, let's go to Jim uh, in Seattle. Hi Jim, what's on your mind here on this Monday? Oh, well, uh good to talk to you. Yeah. Good to uh, have you. Well, yeah, we'll see if we agree on anything. We'll see. Okay. Well, anyway, I did listen to Dennis Prager again, and uh, once again, he said that the left has taken over every institution that we have, but that was a general statement. I won't say it's exact, but uh, some of the things I think about are uh, uh, the upcoming presidential elections, for one, that uh, I think there's a good sign as a uh, bleeding heart socialist that 75 percent of Americans want neither Biden nor Trump. So, uh, you know, and, and to point out, uh, just as I'm talking about, that Dennis Prager is on a great big radio station. If he's complaining about all the institutions taken over, then how did he get such a prominent position, you know, and uh, with nationwide support and listenership and all that. So I also point out here in 2016, around the primary season, 63 percent, I think I was down here looking at the AOL uh, news. Uh, in Seattle, and 63% wanted neither uh, Jeb Bush or Hillary Clinton. And they were sick of the Clintons, and they were sick of the Bushes, but they still didn't want the front runners. So I guess in a bad way, I, I still think uh, elections are important, very important. Mm-hmm. Uh, but And it's also, according to Jeff, Jeffrey St. Clair of Counterpunch, he says that Trump is not just worse, but far worse. So we've got that specter holding over us, that we have time to consider what we're going to do uh, from now until the day comes when it's election time. So we have time. One other point I may make is that uh, 60 Minutes, uh, this guy named Nathan Schmidt, you know, he's a real friendly-looking guy, but he was a soldier in Iraq, and he went to Ukraine and taught widows of fallen Ukrainian soldiers, you know, to climb these uh, really dangerous cliffs in Austria in the Alps. And so that in itself isn't a bad thing. But what did sound wrong, well, I'll just try to squeeze this in. He, he or someone on the narration, uh, Scott Pelley, said that 70,000 Ukrainian soldiers have died since the start of the war. Scott Ritter on the Internet, where you don't find on the mainstream media, says, and I, it's a direct quote from him on there, that 350,000 uh, soldiers have died and 400,000 have been wounded. It's a nightmare for the Ukrainian citizen, the men, because they get impressed into going off to the front and they, they're just getting slaughtered. The Russians have a very uh, in-depth defense uh, build up. And so this is, according, you know, full-spectrum dominance from our side. Putin is bad, but he has some right. Um, uh, uh, give him a little a credit just for, even though he's awful, so is uh, most of the countries around the world ruled. But I give him a little credit for following some sort of uh, protocol, even though he's killed civilians and all that. But, you know, they're killing civilians in uh, uh, Gaza right now as we speak. So or the, the truth is on, but there are still deaths and many well, more. But wouldn't the, go ahead. I'm sorry for going on. But wouldn't the, wouldn't the proper protocol have been to not invade a neighboring country and just let it be and not? Uh, it just seems that all of this bloodshed could have easily been avoided just by Russia and Putin not taking the actions that they have. I, I, I yes. well, there there is a story, a long story that I I had one um po- uh, one talk with you about a year ago or so, and I I read the stuff pretty thoroughly, 
it's a long train of things, and and it, you know I'm not saying Putin was he he should be held uh, accountable for invading, but you also have to look at the reasons why he invaded. That James A. Baker the third in 1989 he said that the United States and NATO would honor that agreement with uh, Gorbachev, that not one one country more would go into NATO, and of course we violated that many times under various presidents. There was an overthrow of Ukraine by a fascist that had our support, more than tacit support. Uh, and then that set the wheel for the bombing and, and slaughtering of 14,000 pro-Russian, uh, uh, whatever they call foreign nationals, you may want to call them, in the Donbass. And they uh, also many more wounded. And then that led to more and more problems and also the nuclear threat which on the day that uh, Putin decided to go launch what he called a special military option, and on that day he, that uh, he was going to do that, or before he did that, Zelensky did say that we were going to try to acquire nuclear weapons, which was always the, the real hard part of the NATO-Soviet um, uh, 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 animosity, that uh, it was all about nuclear war and first strike and all that. So. There's a lot more to it than well, just Putin. I'm not. I'm not yeah. saying he did the right thing. Everyone okay. should be held accountable, right. including us, when we when we support Israel and Israel when it goes in and slaughters people during you know regular, relatively peaceful times. So I'm sorry to go on, but I, I'm thanking you for letting me have that chance. All right, Jim. Thanks for your call. But I think uh, just uh, sure. Okay. So NATO shouldn't expand at all uh, because uh, Baker said that way back in 1989. Uh, but uh, I think the countries that have joined NATO since then have done so voluntarily. That we haven't we haven't conquered them, we haven't militarily taken them over, we haven't forced them to join NATO. And the 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 threat that Putin feels from NATO, quite frankly, that's that's old hangover from the Cold War, isn't it? I mean, why should NATO? threaten Russia. I, it's not the same country that uh, that the Soviet Union was. It's not the—I mean, why are we still at this mili- this this idea, this military standoff, and uh, what's, what's the reason for that? I'm not saying Russia has to roll over for the United States, and, uh, and, and, but it doesn't mean that it's been defeated uh, because its, uh, it, its system under the Soviets, you know, the Soviet system collapsed. It uh, doesn't mean that Russia, is, as a nation that's existed for however, how long, and uh, that it's any more diminished on the world stage or what have you. Uh, it's just, it's ridiculous, quite frankly. It's just the whole, the whole mess there. And, um, and it's, it's, it's ego and hubris and what have you. Quick break, back with more. We want to hear from you. Whatever's on your mind doesn't have to be all this international stuff could be closer to home, like cigarette butts in your back pocket. <laughs> we'll be back here on KG My Connects 360-676-5464. My daughter, she's six years old now. Well, soon to be. She's, she's, she's a go-getter, man. She has a, she's a boss lady. I have her operating some of her little businesses, candy business, and she loves it. Daddy, daddy, um, Let's go to work. Let's go see if we need to fill up the machines with candy and let's collect my money because I want to go to Disneyland. <laughs> Beautiful. I love the little girl. I like her heart. She'll come in and she'll offer lunch to the employees and then she'll come to me and be like, hey, Dad, need your credit card. <laughs> you know what? It's something that I would do myself, so I have no problem. Here's the credit card, honey. Go buy the, the sales guy some lunch, and that's what she does. She comes in here, and she pretends she owns the place, and matter of fact, she does. But it's fun. It's fun to see her develop her leadership at an early age. Xavier Cortez is the owner of Bellingham Nissan, part of the Cortez Auto Group. Hi, this is Marcia Neal with Guided Solutions, formerly Vibrant USA. If you are on Medicare or if you and your family are on individual health insurance, the time to call us is now. You have a short window of time each year to review your health insurance coverage. To be sure you have the most cost-effective coverage for 2024, give Guided Solutions a call at 866-733-5111 and our helpful agents will be happy to assist you. 
After providing in-depth information and analysis of our local real estate market for almost 25 years, Mike Kent has decided to step away from the microphone. But radio real estate continues on KGMI. Join Windermere real estate experts Rick Todd, Julie Brown, and Lyle Sorensen every Saturday at 10 a.m. beginning December 2nd. Brought to you by Windermere Real Estate on KGMI AM 790 and 96.5 FM. We don't have the usual traffic jams that they have in the big city, but sometimes things happen to snarl everything up. Depend on KGMI to keep you cruising to your destination with KGMI traffic alerts. We'll tell you where the trouble spots are. And if you see problems on the road, give us a call at 360-676-5464 so we can spread the word. KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM and KGMI.com. Staying connected with your community each Saturday at noon with KGMI's Community Connection as local business leaders share their expert advice. Sponsored by Vibrant USA, Pacific Security, Lighthouse Mission Ministries, Feller Heating and Air Conditioning, and Columbia Fire. Community Connection, Saturdays at noon on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Great to have you with us here on this Monday afternoon. Our phone number, as our guy said there, 360-676-5464. And Rich is back in Ferndale. Hi, Rich. How's it going, Joe? Doing well. The uh, stuff that Jim was talking about, those are illegitimate excuses for Putin doing what he did. It's not a justifiable reason, but those are just the excuses that are being put out for why he's doing what he's doing. So, you know, you got to have, you got to cook up some sort of reason, I suppose. Yeah. It's just stupid. I mean, nothing, nothing that's happened equals genocide being okay. Right. I would agree. Definitely. Yeah. So being in Arizona, I started getting these. News updates for Arizona, one of the apps on my phone, I think it's called Newsbreak. And there's apparently a hotly contested election from 2022 in Arizona, where I want to say it was Secretary of State was won by 280 votes. Hmm. And there are many, this is, you know, a little over a year ago, and there's many apparent Republican uh, voters that said their vote didn't count. So people would go to vote because they vote in person. And they would go to the voter roll, oh, you're not registered here. And you're like, what do you mean I live here? Well, it turns out that when you update your tabs on your vehicle, if you registered in a, if you paid your tabs in a different county from where you live, your registration was automatically switched to where you paid your tabs. Weird, hmm. very strange thing. So there's apparently thousands of people who sit and so they were given provisional ballots. So, okay, you're not on the list, but we'll give you a provisional ballot, which is similar to our mail-in ballot. It has a little stub on it. You can check, see if it got counted. Well, these people said it never was counted. So there has been several thousand complaining voters saying, hey, my vote never got cast. The registration was in the wrong county. This is, you know, some sort of paperwork clerical error. We don't know. They've gone to the judge. The judge is not inclined to count more votes this far along. But they, a lot of independent groups have said that it should have never been certified, the election, because of this very strange changing of one voter registration when you if you buy tabs in the wrong county. And I know in Arizona, people travel a lot, like Phoenix is hot. So there's a lot of people that travel outside of Phoenix. And I don't know how many counties there are in Arizona, but I would imagine there's 20 or 30 or something. Yeah. I so don't, kind I don't of know. a weird deal. So I sent you hmm. some links to story. Just very interesting that it's never happened where a judge has said, yes, you need to count those votes. Usually it's like, no, we can't count those votes because it's not marked right, or there's some question on the signature, or, I mean, all these reasons, right? So really odd. So hopefully it's just a little happenstance. They changed the rule about automatic voter registration tied to your DMV, which huh. might might be something we do here, too. I don't know. Check the box if you want to be automatically. I've seen it on tabs renewal, something about voter registration. You can make it automatic or something. I don't know. Really weird. But that but, seems odd that you, I don't know, that you'd go to a different odd? county See, to, to register your vehicle? I mean, why, why would you? Not everybody, but a few. 
Yeah. You know, it's, I'm sure it's a minuscule thing. It's probably three, four percent of the people. They well, travel or they even. have friends over I've... there. Maybe you live. Say, Joe, what happens if you live on the edge of a county? Like, say, people. There's a lot of people who live in Piaget County and work in Washington County, and vice versa. Yeah. So their uh... daily routine may take them to a different grocery store because most of the, are, at I least suppose, here, the DMVs but... are at grocery stores. So. But by far, the, it... the the bulk of the the population in Arizona is in Maricopa County in the Phoenix metro area. Um, right, exactly. But I bet uh, there's a percentage of them that move about. And when you have a close election with a couple hundred mm-hmm. vote difference, all of a sudden that little but, stuff I mean, you matters. think about how we register here. You can register through, you know, mail it into the state uh, Department of Licensing. You go to the local licensing. It's not like you go to a state agency to, to right. license your vehicle I, or update but your, your tabs. tabs. Are, your, your tabs are a statewide registry. Right, you do it in a right. county, but it is good for the whole state. Yeah. So, so I mean, it made sense. I don't know if this is nefarious hmm. acting or if this is just a happenstance of they changed some rules saying that your tabs are now automatically registering you to this new county. But, you know, it's one of those things that should be dug into, but will it be dug into? Who knows? That's another Because, thing. you know, election integrity is pretty important. When you have a close election, people want to know that, hey, this is fair and this is good, and I want yeah. to have it bulletproof and, you know, check. But it's it's just really odd. And if it is true that Thousands of people didn't have their vote counted because some automatic vehicle registration thing. Boy, that ticked me off. All right. Okay. Well, All right. Have a good day, it Joe. It would be interesting to see what happens there. But, uh, I, yeah, I, and I understand the, the concern about voting. And, but, I, you know, basically you vote where you're, where you're registered. Um, for instance, it's where you live, not where you go to perform some function. I mean, here in in Washington, you you know you live in the forty second legislative district, so you vote for that uh, slate of state legislators. You live in the first uh, congressional districts or the second congressional district here in our area, uh, so you vote for that slate of uh, U.S. representatives. Uh, you don't, you know, because I happen to be in Skagit County and I and I registered my car or I went and paid my tab fee. Which I you probably could do, I suppose. I've never tried to do that, but you go to the licensing bureau and say you're yeah, you're on a on a weekend outing, you realize, oh my tab's expired, I don't want to get busted. So you go into the local you know, I think you probably just update your tabs. Uh but your plate still, you know, and your registration, that doesn't mean your registration's gonna come to uh, some address in Skagit County the next next time around. It's gonna come to your house here in Watkins County. It just it just, um, I don't know, the whole thing just sounds like another kind of a squirrely sort of <laughs> just made-up issue. I, I, glad I don't live in Arizona anymore. I, I kind of miss the, you know, the swimming pool in the backyard and the, the warm temperatures. Uh, but, well, back in a moment here on KGMI Connects, we want to hear from you. 360-676-5464. Sure, there are many contractors who promise quality construction, but few with 45 years of experience that you can trust. Good news, there's Honkoop Gravel. They have professionals with experience in site prep, drainage systems, house foundations, and custom projects all under one roof. And with 45 years of service experience, they do it right the first time. Honkoop Gravel, the full-service civil contractors you can trust. Honkoop Gravel in Linden, or visit honkoop.com for information. Get informed and inspired with Saturday Morning Live on KGMI. Join a group of knowledgeable hosts as they present a variety of guests and viewpoints on issues important to our area and to you and your family. Sponsored by Asset Advisors, LLC and Linden Sheet Metal each Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Hello folks, this is Phil George. I'm an elder law and estate planning attorney here in Bellingham and I'd like to invite you to join me every Saturday and Sunday at 1 p.m. right here on KGMI for the Aging Hour. If you have questions about Medicare, Medicaid, long-term care costs, probate, wills, trusts, or anything else that has to do with aging, this is the radio show for you. Studies show that more than 70% of estate plans fail when families need them the most. Join us every Saturday and Sunday at 1 p.m. and we can show you how to set your family up for success. 
KGMI invites you on an adventure to explore the Americana that is Boston and Cape Cod with me, Deanna Haraluk, on KGMI's Cape Cod and the Islands Tour, June 1st through the 7th with Bel Air Tours and Adventures. Discover the history of Boston, explore Cape Cod and Nantucket Island, enjoy a traditional New England lobster dinner, and more. Be a part of the experience. Find out more. Check out the Cape Cod and the Islands Tour page on our website, kgmi.com, for more information about this once-in-a-lifetime experience. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. Tired of inefficient heating, poor indoor air quality, and rising energy bills? Contact West Mechanical today to explore going ductless with a system from Mitsubishi Electric Heating and Air Conditioning. Find them at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Here we are, heading into the the full-on holiday season and then into a new year, which will be likely be kind of crazy because, uh, of course, we've got uh, sort of an election coming up in 2024. And now you see where uh, Donald Trump says if he were to be elected in 2024 uh, to another term that uh, he would once again try to dismantle Obamacare. So, okay, what it's been 13 years, I think, before since it became law and a majority of Americans, 60 percent or so, say they they approve of the law or most of it. But now we're going to be debating Obamacare over again and uh, whether millions of people should be kicked off their health insurance or kicked off Medicare rolls or what have you, or that that somehow fewer uh, Americans with health insurance, fewer families with health insurance or what have you, is a good thing for the nation. uh, All right, so there we go with that. Uh, Well, looks like we'll likely also be voting on uh, the the state climate law, uh, whether that should just be tossed. we got a really rich guy who is uh, paying for all these, uh, I, I guess, what, six or seven initiatives he hopes to get on the ballot. They say they, they turned in enough signatures to get the uh, anti-climate pledge uh, or climate uh, act uh, on the ballot, uh, yay or nay on that. Uh, so um, I, I'd be interested to see, you know, say the state throws it out and does away or, you know, the voters throw it out and does it do away with the um, the, the auctioning of, of carbon credits. Do you really think that gas prices are going to suddenly drop by whatever 50 cents a gallon or what have you? I, 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 I sincerely doubt it just the way I, I doubt that, um, you know, prices that we're paying at the grocery store and elsewhere the inflation that we've seen, that all of a sudden it's going to reverse and the things are going to start getting cheaper. really doubt that, but, well, I guess we can we can always hope. But John in Ferndale joins us. Hi, John. Hey, Joe. Yeah, um, well, see, I'm not worried about Trump taking away Obamacare because I've got the Affordable Care Act. <laughs> so, oh, well, wait a minute. Uh, yeah, yeah. There you go. Uh, oops. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> yeah. of cognitive cognitive dissonance, right? Uh-huh. So you're 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 talking to a sailor here, right? I never went to college, never had that opportunity, had to make money. But it doesn't mean I shun higher learning. So I've actually read the book nineteen eighty four. Do you know George Orwell's real name? Um no, I don't. Yeah, uh, George Orwell is just a pen name. His his actual name is Eric Arthur Blair. Oh, okay. So one of the things that they talk about, you know, in, in addition to a big, big brother, which is, uh, you know, an, an all-controlling totalitarian government. The other thing in the book, right, one of the other great things is the concept, Joe, of double think. Now, if you remember back on January 6th, Matt uh, Getz came into the Congress, and he said with full authority, said, we've been talking to intel people, they've done facial recognition, and these are Antifa. All right, so anybody who did anything bad on January 6th, that's Antifa. But wait, you see, because the narrative switches. It's not convenient for that, because everyone knows that that's, that's a load 
because they've done the hearings on the most violent. They're, they're, they're still looking for, for, for others who committed major, major crimes. But none of them were Antifa or Black Lives Matter. So what do the Republicans pivot to? The FBI. So it's not only the Affordable Care Act. It's Social Security. Mike Lee wants to go after that, all the, you know, the Federalist Society. Uh, Trump, like I said a long time ago, Joe, he's the Antichrist, the American Antichrist. He's here to destroy us. He opposes, he opposes all common sense, all, all you know, agreed on con- conventions and the things that, we, 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 that got this country here. I mean, he, you know— uh, but do you really think now the Antichrist? I mean, uh, that's uh, so he is in some some way a uh, uh, an otherworldly being. Isn't that what we think of as the Antichrist? I I don't know if that uh, is a proper he, term. He told he told Herschel Walker this during during Herschel Walker's a, a, attempt to uh, win the Senate seat in Georgia, which he lost uh-huh. to Reverend. Uh, Reverend Warnock. Trump told Herschel Walker, just call Reverend Warnock a child molester. Well, okay. And Herschel, right. Herschel Walker said, but there's no evidence of like any kind of, well, we've had our people digging, like he doesn't even have affairs. He's boring. He doesn't, we have no proof. Okay. Trump said, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Just call him that anyway. Anything to win, Joe, he, he is, he's here to destroy us. Okay. All right. Well, I'll 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 grant I'll leave you your your opinion is your opinion. I just uh, I just think that the Antichrist is that's a little bit uh, a little bit heavy. And I think and he's got to you know he's got to uh, kind of take you know he's got to take the mantle from Ozzy. I think <laughs> claim that. But I'm being a little facetious there. But let's go to uh, in our phone number three six zero six seven six five four six four. Thanks for your call, John. Let's go to Michelle in Bellingham. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Joe. Um, I hate to disagree with you, but I couldn't disagree more about your contention that the gas prices might not go down. They will go down, about 50 cents a gallon. I've been following these six petitions very closely, and the man who is uh, in charge of uh, you know shepherding the whole campaign, they have uh, enough petitions already to have submitted uh, at least one or two of them They'll have all of them done by December 29th. Apparently, they're way ahead of schedule. They've got well over, I think they need 324,000 valid signatures. And, of course, I believe they are checked or at least uh, checked in a percentage sense. I don't know if they check all 324,000. My guess is they check maybe 1,000 and see what percentage are bad. I'm not quite sure how that works. But I do know that the guy in charge is very sincere i've heard him on the radio at least a half a dozen times sure yeah he doesn't very, he doesn't like paying taxes and stuff so well, okay that's, that's right. fine sincerely I doesn't that, like that okay i accept but, that. that but this thing is not a tax it's an Inslee virtue signal um I, now granted i really 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 dislike Inslee. But on the other, yeah. I think he's a terrible virtue signaler. I, I think he's utterly worthless. But on the other hand, um, you know, I, I just think all he wants to do is to virtue signal about climate. And this is not doing a darn bit of good for anything except taking, uh, you know, millions of dollars uh, out of Washington drivers' pockets um, to, you know, it, it's it's really hurting us um, because in January, I don't know if you remember this, I followed this very closely. In January, uh, primarily, and I think December and February along the way, the prices spiked when this thing went into effect, and they spiked about, they predicted 46 cents, according to the Washington Policy Center, um, which is usually, they're, they're conservative, but they're not radical or super right-wing. They're pretty rational. And the thing is, uh, Joe, this is an absolutely blatant steal. It's a theft out of our pockets. And a lot of people like me can't afford this thievery of our of our uh, gas money. I need a lot of gas. I drive a lot. And, um, you know, okay. it's well, costing I mean, me I mean, way our, too much extra money. Well, the, the argument could be made that um, 
the that the companies that are charging you for the gas are the ones that are doing the stealing because they're being they're being assessed this fee, so they're just passing it along to you. Well, they're they not sucking it up and all, paying that's it. That's American I mean, capitalism throughout all of America in okay, every okay, line of work, okay. every single oh. line of work where a company, uh, a restaurant, a business, a grocery, when their wholesale price goes up, it's always passed along to the customers, and that's just the way America works. And okay. I can't do anything about that, and I'm not too sure that any of us can, but there's no reason whatsoever that this thing – first of all, okay, climate okay. change is largely – a a uh, uh, somewhat of a hoax. I mean, it's real oh. only in the sense that it it it's moderately, but it's not going to doom us within fifty years or even a hundred years. And by okay, golly, so to heck with the uh, heck with the environment. But well, I I well I I think we're we're our world is changing, and I appreciate your call, Michelle. I think it's and and it makes sense that it changed. I mean. Why would the world continue to run on something called fossil fuels? They're fossils. They're, I, I don't. We want to move into something that is it makes more sense, and I, I it just I, instead of just comp- continuing to accommodate uh, what I would consider an outdated way of powering everything. It's just it's not the way of the future. It's gonna become outdated. Why not start that that now? And I, I don't know that Inslee's measure is the right way to do it. And and I, I agree. I mean, we're not going to as the state of Washington. And, and it is. It's Inslee saying, let's be an example. And a lot of people think that's ridiculous. Uh, others say, well, it makes sense to be an example to the rest of the country and the world. Um, from a practical standpoint, probably won't change a whole lot as far as the climate goes. But um, – uh, once again, I maintain though, you take this thing away, the gas companies—they're making the money. They—they're not going to quit making the money. They're not going to just turn around, and start handing it back to us. I—I I would say I would—I would be shocked if they did. But that's my thought. But we got other folks on the line. We'll hear from Eric, Ken, Jack, and we'll have time to sneak you in too here in just a moment. Now you can mow, dig, grade, haul, and more with the perfect solution for your property, a Branson tractor. Save your back and your wallet with one of our compact but powerful tractors here at Farmers Equipment Company. Stop by and choose from our full line of Bransons to take on your toughest tasks. With tractors from 19 to 55 horsepower, we have a Branson compact or utility tractor that is perfect for you. Want to use a rotary cutter to tame that tall brush on your property? You can do that. What about snagging a scoop from that pile of gravel to maintain your driveway free of potholes? You can do that too. Branson's six-year warranty along with our factory-trained technicians will make sure your new tractor is always running great. Get the tractor you want and the peace of mind you need at Farmers Equipment Company. To learn more, visit us online at FarmersEquip.com or stop by our locations in Linden or Burlington today. Farmers Equipment Company, serving the Pacific Northwest for over 86 years. Hi, this is Marcia Neal with Guided Solutions, formerly Vibrant USA. If you are on Medicare or if you and your family are on individual health insurance, the time to call us is now. You have a short window of time each year to review your health insurance coverage. To be sure you have the most cost-effective coverage for 2024, give Guided Solutions a call at 866-733-5111 and our helpful agents will be happy to assist you. If you've been craving house-made, handcrafted meals, PNW Perks has you covered. Thursday at 8 a.m., get to pnwperks.com and you can score half off at Mambo Italiano Cafe in Bellingham. Fall in love with the culinary delights at Mambo Italiano Cafe. Experience it all in Bellingham's historic Fairhaven District. At Mambo Italiano, you can taste the art of living in every bite. Oh, you think you've tried it all? Mambo Italiano just released a new menu featuring the Pollo Piazzo pizza with chicken, gorgonzola, and it's their first Alfredo sauce pizza. No rushed meals or fast food here, just you, your palate, and the richness of handcrafted Italian cuisine, robust wines, and decadent desserts. Step away from the daily hustle, slow down, and savor the guilt-free flavors at Mambo Italiano Cafe. Gift cards are available for the holidays, so you can share the love at Mambo Italiano Cafe, Sycamore Square in Fairhaven. Family-owned and operated for over 20 years. Thursday at 8 a.m., get a $50 gift certificate to Mambo Italiano Cafe for just $25 
$15 at pnwperks.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. All right, back to the phones, and Eric in the county is joining us. Hi, Eric. How are you doing? Doing all right. All you right. Know, I, I just had a brief comment on John's contribution today. Okay. And I said it before, and I'll say it again. Often in error, seldom in doubt. That's my comment. All right. Thanks, Eric. Appreciate you joining Bye-bye. us. Let's go to Ken in Bellingham. Hi, Ken. Hi. I'll, I'll keep it short, too. Um, I just wanted to clarify one thing, and it's a common misconception. You were having a little trouble with the definition of the word antichrist. Okay, yeah. Really, that is one of the most misunderstood words in all of Christianity. It is what antichrist, I found it, I was looking through my notes while I was sitting here waiting, and I found it. It's in 1 John 2.22. This is the antichrist, the one who denies Jesus. It's self-explanatory. Basically, anybody who argues another misunderstood word, that gospel, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Anybody who argues it is the Antichrist, just by definition. Like argue that would... Argues that it's the truth, that it happened, that it's the truth, that Jesus is who he says he is. Anybody that argues it is, by biblical definition, the Antichrist. Huh. So it's not the the demon from the Omen series of movies? No, no, that's all in Revelation. Actually, there's more than one beast in Revelations. And uh, Apocalypse is the original name of that book, going back in Bible history. It was the book of Apocalypse. And uh, But anyhow, um, yeah, there's more. And you know the Mark thing of the beast? The Mark theme is in the Bible. It's back in Genesis. Um, God says he will put a mark on Cain when he leaves um, Eden to protect him. So, I mean, the mark, and then God also says in, in Revelations that he also will put a mark. Uh, so that that's not, that, that kind of is, a, people like that one for some reason, but it's kind of a reoccurring theme in the Bible. Okay. But so your yeah. run-of-the-mill atheist, or even agnostic for that matter, is would be... the Antichrist. That, that's smokes. why it is so deceptive. That is the whole thing about it, and what makes it so deceptive is you could be married to the Antichrist. You could be raising wow. the Antichrist. You oh, could boy. be, a, yeah, the Antichrist is anybody who denies Jesus by right. biblical We're definition. Right in the bus right Not to be confused the with the beast. Okay. All right. All right. Thanks, Ken. Appreciate it. All right. All right. I reconsider our, our, okay, there we go. Let's go to uh, Jack in Bellingham. Hi, Jack. Uh, last week, you guys were talking about the culverts and salmon enhancement yeah. uh, work and everything uh, on uh, on your news program. program. Uh-huh. I don't know that I heard you guys talk about it on the on this show. Right. One of one of the things I noticed was it was 2013 uh, when that was passed, and one of the things that puzzles me is how this state will take and do something that's required and then not and fund it right away, but not implement it until that funding is no longer adequate. For example, when Bellis Fair went in in 1986, they paid to have the Guide Meridian taken care of all the way up to the Canadian border, but it never came about until 2010. And by that time, all the money that Bellis Fair had spent for that project was long gone for studies and that kind of thing. So there's a kind of a uh, slow walk that the state does, especially with its Department of Transportation and highways, much akin to the garbage collectors in New Jersey. I can't prove that they're organized crime, but there's something about it that isn't quite right. All right. Okay, Jack. Appreciate it. I mean, it's, it is up to legislators. I mean, in this case, the culverts, it was a... It was a, a court uh, decision, a federal court, uh, that a federal judge that ruled in favor of tribes and other uh, entities that uh, brought the lawsuit challenging these culverts that uh, in, impede fish uh, in migration. And uh, so then the, the court ruling comes down. Then it's not up to the highway department to decide, okay, we're going to go fix it today. We, it, then the state 
the legislature then has to appropriate the money and all that. But, uh, well, I mean, it's, it, our government isn't terribly efficient. I, I agree with that. But thanks for your call, Jack. Let's go to Allen over on uh, Lummi Island. Oh, hi, Joe. Hi, um, Alan. Yeah. Yeah, hi. Uh, nice to speak with you. Good to have you. Um, yeah, thanks. I just wanted to weigh in on the uh, the uh, discussion about uh, cigarettes and nicotine. Okay. I was a 50-year a smoker. Uh, I quit six years ago, um, and uh, I started to do calculations on how much money I'd spent, and if I'd put that money in a savings account every time instead of buying a pack of cigarettes, I'd probably have $300,000 plus in that bank account right now. Yeah. Um, and beyond that, um, I have uh, emphysema. I have been dealing with uh, bladder cancer. My urologist told me that that was caused by uh, smoking. They don't put that on the cigarette pack. And uh, I would just uh, like to, if there's any young uh, listeners out there on the phone, I would I would ask them to don't smoke. <laughs> yeah, uh, that exactly. And how did you quit after 50 years? Well, I, I got a CT scan of my lungs, and they I was having a hard time breathing, and they said uh, you. you <laughs> Uh, I just did it, uh-huh. um, and uh, it's not easy, that's for sure. It's a very uh, intense addiction. Mm-hmm. It but is. If you want to, uh, I have three granddaughters and grandchildren. I have one grandson and two granddaughters, and uh, I kind of want to see them grow up. Yeah, yeah. So I want to I want to hang around a little exactly, bit longer. Exactly. Yeah. Well, best to you, and uh, you know, and hope you you have success with the, your ailments and stuff, and uh, and continue well, to have yeah, a not, long, healthy uh, yeah, life. Not, thank you. I'm not looking for sympathy. No, uh, you know, no. I, I I'm willing to pay my dues, but uh, I'm just telling young people don't smoke. Exactly. Yeah. And I, you know, even even the vaping, it, it's because it, then it's nicotine. It gets you hooked. And who knows what's in, you know, they say the vaping is, is uh, not as unhealthy, but, I mean, have they really tested those things? Or is that is that something that's going to come out eventually? Thanks for your call, Alan. And thanks to everybody's calls today. But, yeah, and it's like my father-in-law. He smoked for probably, must have been 50 years or so, and then was diagnosed with uh, congestive heart failure. And that day, quit. And he chewed gum I think probably for the rest of his life and but he was successful at quitting but uh yeah it does take a terrible toll that's for certain but uh good health to everyone and uh, we'll be back tomorrow four o'clock here on KGMI Connects worried that your heating system won't make it through another long winter never fear the team at air tech heating is just a phone call away whether you need maintenance or a new furnace heat pump ductless heating system or a new gas fireplace you can always count on air tech heating now celebrating three decades of serving our community as a premier lennox dealer they'll install the perfect system to keep you warm all winter long call cliff and jeff at air tech heating today at 734-5010 and online at airtechheat.net Stop by Dewey Griffin Subaru whenever your Subaru needs a quick service and a car wash. Check out Dewey's Express Service Center. It's fast, convenient, and best of all, there's no appointment necessary. Open six days a week, including Saturdays. Stop by for your next oil change or any other minor maintenance, and you'll get a free car wash with any service. Dewey Griffin Subaru, community-minded and community-driven, and the only certified Subaru tire and service center in the area. When it's happening in Whatcom County, it's on KGMI and KISM HD2 Bellingham. From the West Mechanical Studio.